0: Hi and welcome to the Apprentice Factory Kyabram District League show. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around the Kyabrum District League. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout winter and is hosted by Jason Welsh and Sam Saraceno on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen and see what they have got up to this week. 1FM 98.5 live
1: and local sports sees us in the KDL football and netball show semi-final weekend as I'm joined by the publicity officer, Sam Saraceno. Now, before you speak, Sam, I've got an apology to make. Now, I think with Stanhope last week at Rushworth, I said that they hadn't won for a couple of years of course they won back in round three so if I mucked that up last week
0: my apologies for that but uh Sammy how are you on this first Saturday of spring? Going well Statsy you took the words out of my mouth first Saturday of spring and uh while it mightn't be quite spring weather yet still probably a little bit winter it's fantastic to see the sun and uh the smell of that grass this afternoon is going to be fantastic as we uh Head down to Avenal, of course, Statsy, for the uh, broadcast game today. And then, of course, tomorrow out at Central Park, and East. So, as you say, semi-final weekend. Avenal v. Shep East. Uh, and, obviously, Lancaster v. Nagambi, of course, tomorrow. And then on the netball courts, obviously, some good games in netball. Tully versus Merrigan and Dookie v. Violetown. So, yeah, fabulous, uh, Statsy. We might have a look at, I suppose, last week's uh, matches first before we head into the semi-final weekend and of course it was the qualifying finals last weekend at Rushworth and Merrigan pretty good games uh, both of them uh, on the Saturday of course uh, Avenal 9 7 defeated obviously uh, uh, stand up should I say 9 7 defeated Avenal six fourteen fifty, 50 and then of course uh, Merch were able to get the job done over Lancaster on the Sunday Great effort by the uh, Grasshoppers and the uh, Lions move through to the prelim final weekend, obviously next weekend at Tally Groupner and Gagari, respectively. Look, when you look at those games, obviously, uh, you know, the teams that finished in front, you'd argue were the better teams across the day. But look, I think at different stages of those two games, Statsy, and I think you went to the Sunday game. um, Lancaster had their moments through that game um, and Merch was able to probably get on top of them probably in the second half. I was coming back from Bendigo um, and listening to that and obviously travelling to Bendigo on the Saturday, listening to the other game. And you could see that even Avenal had their moments uh, early in that game and probably paid the ultimate price for not putting more goals on the board. I know that they kicked a couple of early goals and then they didn't kick another goal until the third quarter and they gave up a 22-point advantage at half-time. And even though they got back to within less than a goal um, in that, game late Um, look I think and you might you know, have a little bit more of that. I think that Stanhope in the end was probably the better team for longer and that was probably the same on Sunday that Merch was probably the better team for longer I think Statsy. Yeah and I think it was their old heads as well Stuart Trevina, Craig Emmett and the like
1: that got them over the line the worry for Avenal is I do believe they've uh, lost through their last four now so the wheels are falling off a little bit. Look I'm expecting them to come out and have a response today but the game on Sunday as well if you ever wanted to invade the Goulburn and Murray Valley, you should have done it last Sunday because I reckon the whole of the Goulburn and Murray Valley was at Merrigan. The crowd was enormous.
0: Was I saw some photos on social media uh, that night, Statsy, and uh, it was a massive crowd. It it definitely um, was a final crowd, of course. Um, And we knew that, you know, people have probably been craving and I suppose it it just, you know, the fact that there was probably no GV footy. um, The Murray League, I think, was at Congupna on the Sunday. And the Pakola League um, was further north of uh, the league that, you know, made it probably conducive to people in that sort of Tongala, Tatura, Marupna, Shep, Kai area, if you were looking for something to do on Sunday, which was a nice day, go out to Merigam. And it was a great game of football and even, you know, great game of netball too last weekend where we saw uh, Shepherd and East beat Dookie in a pretty uh, highly entertaining game a game of netball. So they've continued their undefeated run and they moved through to the prelim final. And then obviously the other game, the Gamby was able to get the job done in the 2v3 game against Tally and move through to the prelim final. So, yeah, really good uh, finals uh, games uh, and really good finals crowds. I have no doubt that that probably would have been the best gate. I think that Saturday's crowd was pretty good, but certainly Sunday at Merrigan was the best. It'll be interesting to see this weekend... Uh, statsy how the gates go because obviously today GV start finals, of course, and they've got a final at Seymour and Tatura, and obviously there's a final at Avonall. Uh, the Picole League finals, I think. Uh, I think there might be one at Toke, and potentially one at Picola. Um, uh, across this weekend, so they probably won't impact. And the Murray League, I think. Are, uh, where are the Murray League? I think the, they might be um, Finley today, and I think my whaler tomorrow so they're not going to impact so and you know with us having our finals at avanel today be interested to see what the crowd's like i think a lot of it depends on the breakdown of how many clubs you've got represented and tomorrow being in ship i think central park will see a pretty big crowd i reckon because i know it's father's day that could certainly impact but you know at the same time the fact that the weather's going to be really good um There's no other games really to compete against because obviously the GV final tomorrow is at Echuca. So, yeah, I I think that tomorrow's crowd will be pretty big too, very similar to last Sunday at Merriam Statsy. Yeah, no, it was a massive, massive
1: crowd at Merriam. saying hello to the Commander-in-Chief, Jason Welch, on this Saturday morning listening in. So hello to you, of course, uh, one of the hosts here on the KDL Show.
0: J-Dub, I think he would be about 9, 10 holes into his 18 holes of golf this morning because I know he's heading off to Finley with uh, James Harrison to uh, broadcast or video slash broadcast the uh, A-grade netball between uh, Rumble R and Denny. So good luck to those two teams today. Playing for a spot. In the grand final, all the teams today in the Murray League, uh, Statsy? How do we see Avonall and and East today? It's
1: at Avonall, of course. The broadcast gets underway at one thirty with Paul Digger Jacarico hosting that broadcast. You're going to be there today, Sam. I'm going to be there as well. Really looking forward to it. The By to the it. way, I was there Thursday night. The ground is in immaculate condition.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear, Statsy, because I was sort of wondering what the ground would look like because we've had a fair bit of rain. Um, when you look at these two teams... Uh, over the course of the season. I think you've touched on it. I don't know what you're reading to the fact that Avenal's lost three of their last four, um, you know, and and, and and they're both, you know, when you look at their last three games at home in the way, they lost to Nagambi. There was a bit of ill discipline that probably brought them undone, but probably Nagambi was the better side through the course of that second half particularly. They then just got over the line against Dookie, and and, and if you talk to the um, to the neutral a lot say that Dukey was stiff not to win that day and then of course they lost to Violettown in the uh, final home and away round when they didn't have anything to play for and it was after the siren of course and it, again a bit of ill discipline so it was a couple of 50 metre penalties when I was talking to Craig Sharp from Seymour FM who said that you know that ended up costing them a game and then of course they had the uh, week off and then they got beat so there is some cause for concern I reckon with Avenal. Um the big, the good news for
1: Avonall is since Shepherd and East have come into the competition in twenty nineteen, Avonall's won all three.
0: Yeah, and that can play a part. And obviously today's down at Avonall, so that's certainly going to help Avonall. When you look at Avonall, they averaged one hundred and ten points per game against forty eight. When you look at Shepherd and East, they've averaged one hundred and twenty seven per game uh, points. And 53 again. So it, it, it's certainly going to be a, a really good game from that point of view. Defensively, they're both pretty strong. Um, the matchups are going to be intriguing through the middle. I mean, obviously, when these two teams played in the top of the table clash in round nine at Central Park, Sheppard and East, it was 9-14-68 to 8-9-57. One notable way out that day was Tom McCluskey. Now, Tom McCluskey's obviously playing today. And, uh, you know, when he played in that... T- Uh, first final uh, at the I reckon he took about 15 marks. Um, And the other thing that he's done well in the 13 games he's played is he's averaged at least a goal a game. He's kicked 15 goals. So that's pretty good for Ruckman. So he's a guy that can go down and clunk uh, a big mark and and kick a goal. Um, When you look at, you know, um, uh, these two teams, uh, a lot probably say that these are the two best teams from a plain list point of view. What have I, I, yeah, yep. I said in the home and away
1: that ranked one on top was Sheppard and East in offence? Avenal ranked four, even though they finished on top of the ladder.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting stat. But, see, I'd love to know defensively. Um, I'd say Avenal would rank pretty well uh, defensively, Statsy.
1: They ranked three defensively, and this is Sheppard and East. They ranked five
0: yeah. defensively. And, yeah, so. so they did leak some scores, Sheppard and East, when they even won games. So it'd be intriguing to see what sort of tactics the two coaches use today, Casey Duncan, obviously, and and Rob Osmond, obviously, um, and where they sort of try and get an advantage. Um, To me, when you look at Mitch Tobin, uh, he's been in the best 13 times this season. Um, He's obviously a two-time Premiership player with West Preston in 2018 and 2019. He's been a, a fantastic acquisition for the Avinal Swans. And now he's going to go probably head-to-head with Tyler Padretti. Now, this guy has probably not got the kudos he deserves. He's got the best 13 times Tyler Padretti this year as well. Um, So he's going to be outstanding. The other thing that I think is going to be crucial here is uh, Dan Baroli in his 12 games, Statsy, from the midfield has averaged three goals a game. He's kicked 35 goals. So it's a pretty good effort for a midfielder to kick 35 goals. So that's going to be crucial for them today, I think. And... I don't know what Avon will do, whether they put someone to him. um, You know, because Avanel's got some really good midfielders themselves in Kyle Marner, their captain. uh, Broden Avola goes in there. Timmy Carolitis, Jackie Myers can run through there. So it'll be interesting to see whether they actually choose to go to a tag or whether they choose to um, just let someone go to him head-to-head. It'll be intriguing. And then the other thing is to beast probably bats a little deeper when it comes to midfield. Obviously, got Randina that can and go in there, and they kick
1: goals out of that midfield as yeah, well. Yeah, they
0: do. Shannon Campbell can go into that midfield. Zachy Groombridge can go into that midfield. they have obviously got um, Justin Davies uh, and Dwayne Houston who have got lots of experience, and they can run through that midfield. So they bat pretty deep when it comes to their midfield. Kane Hanley can even run through there if they need to, and Kane Hanley's an interesting one too. Like he's probably played primarily as a permanent half-forward and spent a little bit of time in the midfield this year because of injury, he's kicked 21 goals too. So, you know, that's a pretty good effort uh, for him as well. all obviously, Jake Sutherland, obviously leads the goal-kicking for them. He's kicked, um, I think it was 56 goals this season, so it's a pretty good achievement for him. Uh, and then they've obviously got Avila, Casey Duncan. Uh, you know, those guys get forward and kick goals. And they've obviously got Heater, Tobin, uh, the, the two Ruckman, Subranet's. Hasn't got a lot of goals, but he pre- presents a really good target. So he's going to have to be manned up today. it be interesting to see who goes into the ruck first, whether they go uh, Tobin or whether they go Heater. I know in the um, qualifying final, they started Heater uh, in the ruck. Maybe they might go Tobin, depending on wh- who they think is going to be the best matchup for McCluskey because McCluskey's got a huge leap. So they probably need someone who can go with him from a leap point of view. Heater's uh, probably more one of those... Uh, Max Gaunt type ruckman where they don't jump high um, if that makes sense uh, Statsy and try and use their you know their strength um, more so than anything so that mightn't suit because McCluskey will jump over the top of him so they might go Sutherland and and um, Tobin in the ruck and might just plonk heather forward when you go up the other end obviously they've got you know five, Senny Ismet that's kicked goals so they're going to have you know Giles and Watts um, that are probably going to get Jobs down the back. Um, you know, you've got Daniel Clark, who's a very good player. He reads the football well and and, and generates a lot of their drive-off half-back with Chase Thompson. Um, so this is going to be an absolute cl- cracking game of football. I'm going to go for Shep East because Shep East have welcomed back for Shearer, Sutherland, Justin Davies and Shan Campbell. Now, if those guys all stand up and get through the game, I think that's going to be pretty crucial, Statsy. When I look at the two sides now, to be fair to Avenal, a lot
1: of these players are sort of... You know about the Sheppies players. You know they've all been at United and they've won premierships the in Swans. the Bacola League, all yeah. the Swans. they yep. they got that many stars. they got more stars than the Milky Way. And you just know that. Jumps off the page at me because I know them all. I know these players are good for Avenal. But to be honest, I don't know a lot about them and I haven't seen them that often. I know that... Uh, uh, of course a He's only five foot five, but G can play the game and he can kick a goal uh, as well. And then you've got, like you said, Heater, who spent time at Wadonga. Uh, so he's played at a pretty high level. And then you've got uh, Tobin, like you said, from West Preston. He was also at Ural for a little while. I'm thinking Shepherd and East, even despite the fact that Avonall have beaten them each time since they've come back into the competition, but wow, it's gonna be an absolute cracker.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. So yeah, I, I'm thinking Shepherd and East just swing across to tomorrow, Statsy, before we go to a uh, sponsors break. This is going to be a good game. I've spoken to a few people during the week, uh, and a lot of people give Nagambi every chance here. Now they obviously got through to this uh, semi final with a uh, really good win against Town Probably against the odds, a lot of people thought that Town would beat them that day, but. One thing we've learned over the journey... Me included, actually, Sammy. Yeah, me included. And one thing we've learned over the journey is never write Nagambi off. Uh, They are an amazing football club. Uh, Still got a number of Premiership players in that side. And some of them, of course, as we know, are are four-time Premiership players. And then the ones that aren't... And you can't
1: buy that experience. And that Premiership experience shone through.
0: Yeah, it did. And it'll be interesting to see uh, Lancaster. Obviously, Lancaster's going to be missing Jake Mills. He kicked four goals... Before he was obviously red carded, he's got a couple of weeks uh, on the sideline, so he's going to be a big out for them. So they're going to have to find someone else now. Whether that's uh, Bessem, O'Neill, uh, whether they throw them, you know, if they're probably going to spend a bit more time for. But then, you know, if you're taking O'Neill out of the ruck, who who goes into the ruck? I I don't know. So that they need a bit more out of Zach Cerrone. I thought he was a bit down last week, um, and you can probably um, confirm. Or, or, he had a lot of midfield minutes last week. Yep. Yeah, he might need to play forward. Um, and, you know, they look fairly stable down back. Um, and obviously, Nagambi. what a lot of people talk about Nagambi is they've got those kids and those kids just run all day and they're very hard to stop. And there's no fear. So they will take the game on tomorrow. I suppose the interesting thing is they're going back to Central Park and obviously we know what happened the last time they went to Central Park. They were beaten by 134 points. Different opposition tomorrow, as we know. But I think this is gonna be a closer game than what most people think, uh Statsy. I'll let you run over some stats. Yeah, but well, well, uh
1: yeah, it's interesting times, isn't it? Uh Nagambi have won three of the last five meetings. Look, in the uh home and away season, Lanky were ranked three in offense, one in defense, and uh finished uh pretty high up on the ladder, Third. of course, in the top four. Nagambi uh eighth in def in offense. Sorry, eighth in offence correction, and eighth in defence. Now, that doesn't jump off the page at you, does it, when you you say that, look, against top eight sides, Lanky you got a four and five record in season 2022. Ngambia got a three and seven record against top eight teams.
0: Yeah, and those three wins again uh, for Nugambia have been against Shep East, Avon, of course, and then the final against Violetown. So look, I mean, as you say, those stats from a Nagambie perspective don't jump at you, but as we've already highlighted, write them off at your peril. I mean, Jonathan Moore was outstanding in that game uh, against Violetown. He kicked six goals, and for a young kid, he's just one of those kids that just has no fear. He's six foot five, I reckon, can play in the ruck, and then obviously go forward and clunk a few. You got Hayson who plays down forward. You got Mark Nolan. And then you've got the, 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 the uh, Brayden Biggs and the, and the Foddergills who run through that midfield. Um, so they've got, you know, some really good, uh, talented players on every line. Um, you know, Lanky have got some good players too. Obviously, Phil Carroll was outstanding down back. Brad Orr's pretty reliable down back. You've obviously got Tommy Davies, Luke Davies, Serrani that can run through the midfield. Simpson was outstanding last week, also through the midfield. So it would be interesting to see which way they go. I, if I was... Lancaster, it's a bit of an X-factor. I'd be inclined to might almost throw Tommy Davies down forward, potentially, just to just to change it up a bit. And obviously, they're resting Ruckman. I, I, I don't know. I think Colby O'Neill spent a bit of time in the Ruck. Did Bessem do much Ruckworth, or did he just play at Sinar Ford, primarily? Sort of, a bit of both. Yeah, so, they, yeah. so they're going to have to do that. And then, at the same time, they're going to have to kick goals, because Mills had four goals to that point that he got um, red card, of course, early in, in that second quarter. So they're going to have to find someone to kick them goals. Now, tomorrow's going to be a good day. Nagambi's kids will, will will flourish. They'll love the fact that it's a big ground and they'll try and run Lancaster off their feet. So I think it's going to come down to those um, contests around the centre uh, of the ground. And also then, you know, when it moves away from the centre of the ground, uh, the, the clearance situation from a stoppage situation. Uh, Lancaster pride themselves on winning really hard contested footy. Um, and if they can get the ball inside fifty, it should be enough to keep Nagambi at bay. I reckon, Statsy, What are you? Which way are you going?
1: Well, at the venue, interesting times. Lancaster of two and zip since uh, Sheppard and East have obviously come back in the competition at Central Park, so they're two and zip. I know that, like you said, and you're right. They got belted at uh, Sheppard and East uh, last game of the season in the home and away Nagambi, but they're a two-one record at Central Park. Uh, since 2019 So Yeah Not Yeah it, It's not a bad record Despite probably Having some nightmares About their last start there But Who I was impressed with And I'd never seen him Really before Was this uh, Jonathan Moore Who I believe Is just a, uh, I think he's a Tobok tub- Junior yeah, I think Yeah he is tub- uh, Junior Yeah yep. and I, I Like he um He's a product of the club He kicked six goals He was absolutely Outstanding I gave him BOG in 15 games this season he's kicked 31 can they rely on the kid to kick another 6 on
0: on Sunday look if they've got him that gets a bag they've obviously got Haysom and Wilson who uh, got lots of experience and do chip him for goals maybe tomorrow Statsy uh, 12-13 goals might be enough to win them the game I mean because you've got to remember Mills is out of Lancaster's side so they've got to try and find 12-13 goals to win tomorrow and that's not going to be easy so you just don't know. And as I said, those, the Gambi kids just play with no fear.
1: Yeah. And like, obviously defensively as well, uh, Mark Nolan had the big job on Axel last time, uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and Madden down back as well. And they've both got that premiership experience. And, and of course, Hayesman, you got Nathan Fothergill, who I think is a little bit of an outsider to win the McNamara medal.
0: Yeah, look, he's had a pretty good season. Um and look when Nagambi came good, obviously in that second half of the season where they won a lot of games, they're probably gonna pole well, um, than the Nagambi boys, and he could be one that, yeah, as you says, uh polls pretty well. I mean, and then Blake Fodegill uh has come back into the side late in the season and that's even given him another uh, you know, classy midfielder and good user of the football when they get it forward to the centre, Statsy. So yeah, look at should be a cracking game, um, but yeah, I, I just like the fact that, you know, Lancaster finished third for a reason, the Gambia finished eighth. Um, uh, so, you know, 12-4 record and, and the Gamby obviously won, I think it was the nine games and lost the seven. Um, so, yeah, I do like the fact that uh, Lancaster's been a little bit more consistent over the season, beat them during the year. I know it was probably early in the year when they beat them, um, but I'm going for the Wombat Statsy. I'm uh, I, look
1: I was off Nagambi. I didn't think they could beat Violet Town and maybe I'm the Mozman when it comes to Nagambi but I'm I'm gonna on the two games that I've seen in the final series, Lancaster looked to me they found it hard to manufacture goals. Nagambi. It just clicked and it worked really well with uh, of course, Biggs early. He kicked two goals in the first quarter against Violet Town a couple of weeks ago. William Dalton, I loved his role that he plays for Nagambi as well. Of course, he's an ex-Shepherd and Swan. And he kicked two final quarter goals and really stood up late. And uh Jonathan Moore around it, and they just they, it just gelled. It just gelled from defense. Uh, through their midfield, there was a lot of synergy into their forward line. Now, the only reason Jonathan Moore didn't kick a goal in the second quarter was he was rucking. They threw him into the ruck. When they stuck him back up forward, uh, he was, you know, he straightened him up and they looked they had somewhere and someone to kick to. Look, you got the hikes so down defensively for Lancaster. Phil Carroll, who's an absolute jet down back
0: brad or of course yeah nick
1: mccauliffe who has yep. uh spent time at undir and marupna even luke davies uh the brother of tom who's a coach uh running off halfback and then you got the vic boys and of course sam vick can go forward as well um which he did actually play forward uh last week i, I, I just looking at the two games that i've seen in the finals thus far you can only really go off what you've seen, and I know it belies the ladder position, but their forward line seen the function better than the Lancaster forward line on what I saw so far.
0: So you're going for Ngambi? Yep. Statsy, what we might do, you reckon go to a sponsor's break and then yep. come back with uh, the two netball games? No worries. Shepparton
1: Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton, and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website sheppartonscootersandmobility.com.au
0: 1FM Sponsor The Shepparton Golf Club is regional golf's hidden gem right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment, and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment, and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit sheppartongolf.net.au and view our offering or call us anytime on 5821 2717. 1FM Sponsor SDP Tax have been your trusted local accounting firm and have been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax reductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 346 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible. With no upfront fee charged, what are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1-300-346-829 or visit www.sdptax.com. One of them sponsor.
1: 1FM 98.5 live and local unbelievable on the netball courts uh of course week three of KDL action and of course on the Avenue netball courts today we see Dookie United taking on Violet Town now the loser departs for season 2022 and the winner will go on the meet in the Gamby next week at Kagari. so interesting times Dookie United uh, finished third offensively in season 2022 and defence four and for Violet Town, offence fifth and defence seven. So not a lot in that really, although Dukey United seemed to hold sway on them defensively. When they last met in round eight, Duke United 53 to Violet Town's 46, so a seven-goal margin there. The co coaches mid-quarter, Georgie O'Connor for Duke United and Madison Owen, oh, the other co-coach, will be looking to get the job done there today. I think they actually will. I think they will get Violet Town and they will go on to meet, of course, Nagambi Akagari next Sunday. And uh, interesting times there, of course, although... They're going to have their work cut out because you've got Joe Wilde mid-court there for Violet Town, uh, Abby Ellis, a wing attack, and in goal Kobe Wild there. Uh, some great action there at Avenal today. So if you're going to Avenal Recreation Reserve, make sure you check out the netball action. Dookie United taking on Violet Town, thinking Dookie might win an advance there. Having a look at the other game on the Central Park netball courts tomorrow out at Sheppard and East. This is semi final two. Of course, Tally Garutner in offence finished fourth and in defence finished second. Merrigam offence eight, defence five in season 2022. The only time they met was back in round eight. Interesting, both semi finalists both met back in round eight which is really bizarre, just a quirk of uh, the way the draw went. But Tally Garupna got Merrigan on the Merrigan netball courts on that occasion by three goals. Look, Coach Fiona down for a course, Tally Garupna. We interviewed her back in round 12, didn't we, on the KDL show. What a great interview it was. They got a, a mix of youth and experience with Steph Boyle and Izzy Gribben. I expect them to get Merrigan today, Tally. Now, what will happen if a course... The winner of today, if it does happen to be Tally or Merigum, either or they'll meet Sheppard and East at Tally on Saturday. So Tally could get a home final on the netball courts at Tally the next week, uh September ten on the Saturday. So interesting times there if they can manage to do that. So I think Tally will beat Merrigham. Uh, coach Olivia Jackson for Merrigan would be looking for her young charges to upstep it a little, but I just think it might be a bridge too far. Uh, of course, Tally group. now nah, they're just a juggernaut of netball in KDLA grade. Of course, like I said, the loser will go out the winner to meet Sheppard and East at Tally uh, next week. So Tally got a lot to play for as of course Merrigan. Do I mean it's season over for the loser, but uh, Tally can get a home final on their netball courts and a bit of an advantage in the prelim next week against Shepparton and East if they do happen to get over the line. Thank you for listening to the KDL show. Not forgetting, we're at Avonal taking on Shepparton and East at Animal, Avenal Recreation Reserve, of course, from half past one onwards. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us
0: know what you think at our socials, 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week. Goodbye.